Welcome to Witch and the Bitch in the Podcast. I'm your host, Darren. And I'm Vicky. How are you all today? So, uh, rhetorical question, as always. I know, it is. <laughs> I know. She I doesn't don't actually know why care. I always say it, and I do, I do care. That's exactly <laughs> why I say it. I do care. I'm and then I see here, and then I see here almost like waiting for a response. But I'm like, nobody's going to That's the first respond. sign of insanity, right? Is talking yeah. to yourself. The second sign is waiting for the response. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I do already answer myself. So it's fine. We all know this. <laughs> It's okay. Anyway, I digress. So, <laughs> what are we talking about today? <laughs> today's topic of conversation, we're going to be talking about meditation. So, before we kick off, let's do this first. <laughs> oh, to take it up a notch, let's do a little bit of. Very nice. I love singing roles. It's so beautiful. Ah, so good. I, I literally have this dream of one day owning like a whole truckload of them. And just like yes. doing some sound therapy, sound bathing. Oh, that's another type of okay, that's not gonna hit it myself. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, uh purpose of this episode. So obviously we're yes. witching a bitch in the podcast. So yes, we're talking about meditation, and now while some of you listening might be thinking, what's that got to do with witchcraft? But it has a very valid, valid, valid use. So we're going to touch on that at the end, though. Yeah. So you have to stick around for that one. <laughs> and we also have some uh, outros that I'm going to be tacking onto the end of this episode. Not outros, but like bloopers or like, <laughs> bloopers. you know, unseen footage, like outtakes, all that kind of stuff, which is hilarious. So you'll have to wait till the end of the episode for that as well. Um, so, so we're going to be talking about the who, what, when, where, why, how um, of meditation. Maybe we should also start with, because I know this is something that you um, have mentioned before, and I like the way that you explain it, is also a little bit of myths about what meditation uh, actually yes. is. Okay, so meditation is sitting on a cushion on a rock in the middle of the Himalayas and having no thoughts. No, I'm joking. I'm totally joking. <laughs> but isn't so, that the perception that we have, yeah. though? That's yeah. kind of the perception that we're giving, that we've yeah. given, been given. Yeah. Everyone literally, like when I tell people I meditate, they go, you? Oh, really? You meditate? I'm like, <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> I like, know, it's like, what's what? up with me? Why can't I meditate? What's that? Because they literally think that you have to be a monk or you have yes. to have this, like, Kumbaya, rainbows and bunnies and love and light and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, um, no, you don't. You don't. You don't you need don't. to do all that stuff. Um, no. I mean, obviously, I'm kind of decked out in the garb today, but whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so let's just start off with um. So what is what meditation anyway, isn't? Is I not. Guess. Yes, that's, I, was, I was I was having a Yoda moment. What that's meditation right. not is? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> um, so, what meditation isn't? So, if I could find that person that went around the world telling everyone that meditation <laughs> is having complete absence of thought and just having no thoughts, like I, I wish I could just find them so I could bitch slap them because, like, it's it's far from the truth, guys. Like, just the, the concept of having no thoughts is still a thought. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like, it's don't think, thinking. don't think, don't think, don't think. Like, it's telling you. Telling your brain not to think is the same as telling your heart not to beat. So let's do a quick exercise as a group. Okay. So on the count of three, I'm going to count you in, but on the count of three, I want you to tell your heart to stop beating. Ready? One, two, three. Hopefully you're still alive. (laughs) And if anybody did succeed, please start it again. Yes, 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 yes. Um... (laughs) But yeah, so it's like one of those things that your brain will think involuntarily just the same as your heart will beat involuntarily. So it's it's like you just, the whole concept of meditation is to just allow the thoughts to be. So um, an analogy that I love is picture yourself on an eight lane highway. You have four lanes going one way and four lanes going the other direction. I won't say which direction they're going because people in the Americas and everywhere else will probably be yeah, going different ways to us. Everybody's going different. Yeah, let's not go there. So, <laughs> no. so there's four going one way, four going the other way. So to meditate, it's being able to stand on the edge of that highway and allowing the cars to pass you without tuning into any one car. So it's it's without paying attention to the speed of the cars, the size of the cars, the shape of the cars, the color of the cars, how many people are in the cars, which direction they're traveling. Like you're just allowing the cars to pass. Yeah. 
and not tuning in on or focusing on any one of those cars that's yeah. meditation so yeah. in this analogy the cars represent your thoughts so you allow the thought to just happen yeah. without judgment and just let it be mm. um so yes that's i love what that I, want you yeah. to think of. I like that that's good yeah. i like that because that's what it is isn't it it's just that allowing things to just pass by because the more we try mm -hmm. to stop them and it's even the same using that same analogy if you start to try to stop all those cars all of a sudden they're all just going to start backing back they're not mm -hmm. actually really going to stop they're actually just going to keep piling one up after the other so we can't stop them no no not just at all not getting attached to it becoming that observer so i guess before we get into the different types of meditation maybe mm. let's just touch on like what are the reasons why if some people are listening to this and they're thinking well why should i bother meditating aside from the witty mm. stuff let's just focus on the yeah. main stuff so what are some of the reasons why you meditate so for me um relaxation mm -hmm. to de-stress mm -hmm. um to kind of let those thoughts settle a little bit because being an air sign i am a little bit in my head at times <laughs> No, really? No, not at all. And that brings me to another analogy that I really love as well. And I cannot remember where it's from. I know it's definitely not mine. And it's from an amazing song that I often will listen to if I meditate as well. It's a poem. Um, but you kind of imagine that your brain is like um, a glass of muddy water. If you don't stir it or shake it, you just let it sit there. Eventually, all the sand will come to the bottom and the water will become clear. And that's kind of why, why I do meditation is to try to find that clear spot um, in my brain. Um, there's also like the relaxation response, the fight, flight, just to calm the stress down, things like that. But yeah, and then also, of course, there's also the other side of it, the more spiritual side of why I do it. Mm -hmm. But also to, to center and to ground and to connect um, into myself as well, because we can have so much external things going on all the time that it's really hard sometimes to just take a moment and actually come back into yourself and bring that energy back. So yep. that's one of the reasons I do it. Well, for me... Probably most of them, but yeah. I think, yeah, you and I are very similar in, like, it, it depends yeah. on the day as to what yes. type of meditation I'll do because they all yes. have various different purposes. That's I guess right. one, one of the biggest ones that I've been doing of late is that I have used meditation as a tool to fix insomnia. So, ah, yes. In actual fact, yeah. one of my favourite... Um, yep authors or like public speakers thought leaders in the area is actually uh emily fletcher she has this amazing book it's called uh stress less and accomplish more so um and i'm not paid to say this i just I like <laughs> um so basically and she also runs the ziva school of meditation in new york yeah. and um she talks like one of her main stories being a broadway princess uh well not princess but broadway style like, you yes. know. Yeah. Um, she was suffering from a lot of insomnia and when she found meditation she finally was able to find a cure for her insomnia mm. so i use it for that practice as well as um uh, i don't want to go too deep on the detail but basically for stress also there's two different types of stress yes. so there's in the moment stress yeah like, like car like traffic you're going to be late to work that kind of in the moment stress mm. um or there's like long-term stress stress that can build up over yep. years going, so going. yeah where some practices like mindfulness are good for the in the moment stress other like deeper meditation practices are better for the long-term stress so uh, especially in today's society and the way that we're geared like we live in a high stress yeah. environment yeah like, everything's on the go. gratification you get text yes. messages phone calls Facebook pop-ups like everything is just yeah. everything around you is trying to get your attention yeah and so we're spread much. so thin that we literally we have the same like okay well i'm gonna say to you is this because i'm not a doctor but i'll say to you this if you want to do your yes. research all you have to do is just google the effects of adrenaline and cortisol on the immune system mm -hmm. yeah and you will thank me now for the fact that we're telling you to meditate yeah definitely because, yeah because of the fact that for me when i go through meditation it's a way of reducing the stress response in the body and it's also a way of reducing the cortisol in the body which obviously has a, a flow-on effect because like as a health coach like i'm constantly telling people to have a mindful meal which is yeah. where they're going through all of the senses so they're looking at the meal smelling the meal tasting their meal feeling the textures listening to the sounds when they're slurping the spaghetti or whatever it might be like you having a <laughs> mindful meal because yeah. if you are eating in a stress response like how many times have you gone 
oh, I'm really stressed. I'm going to eat something. Yeah. Yep. Eating in a stress response tells your body, okay, I only have so much energy. So rather than sending that energy to digest, I'm going to send that energy to fight or flight. Yeah, that's right. Because when you're in that fight or flight response, digestion is is seen as a non-essential function Mm -hmm. (laughs) for the body. So you don't, yeah, it's not, you're not doing anything with it. Exactly. So, um, it's obviously so there's that style that that type of thing as well that we need to touch on but anyway let's get to the different types of meditation because there are so many there is there is so many and i mean this list by all means is not exhaustive either like there's just i don't know there's millions of different ways so maybe some of them are mantra Mm -hmm. that's always a really good one as well especially if you struggle to um, find that quiet Mm -hmm. giving the brain something to do is really good that's still a nice mindful space to do it in um mindfulness of course mm-hmm. visualization type of meditation like the guided visualizations which that kind of opens up a whole can of worms just on its well, own yeah because so you've got like got, journeying the chakra balance yeah. and chakra healing all of that kind of all you could of do path past life path working yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah, there's so everything. many just in that just in that little thing then you've got for self-inquiry if you're looking for answers and mm-hmm. things within um then we also can go to the movement-based ones as well, which, which is I know you use in your yeah, house. Yeah, I do, because um, I do yoga and things like that. I find yoga a very meditative, moving through because you're flowing with. Whereas I don't. <laughs> I know. I find it stressful. It's like it's like do a downward dog. I, I know what what what. Why? What what? What am <laughs> I doing? And like, okay, now get into going? your. Now, now go through Chaturanga to your Savasana and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Where am I going? By the way, you just said Chaturanga, which is like the push-up to go into corpse pose at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see you do that transition. That <laughs> Chaturanga into corpse pose. Yes. Backflip. Here we go. We're going. <laughs> but yeah, so for me, though, I do find that though, once I'm in the flow and I'm just doing it myself not necessarily always in a class but like just that movement and the breath um I just find that really meditative and you can even if like yoga is not your thing tai chi qigong all of those types of actions whether it's um it can be really clearing and, and it can even be something as simple as a walking meditation meditating as you're walking observing what you're walking each each individual step that you take just being completely present and aware in all of those sort of sensation i guess well, yeah you i was gonna say one of the things that my meditation um coach has taught me because I'm, I'm actually studying a course to mm. be a qualified meditation instructor because like whilst i meditate myself being able to meditate is one thing being able to teach someone how to meditate completely yeah. different set of set of skills Definitely. needed Anyway, so my coach, one of the things she said to me with the walking meditation, because I actually have to do that for one of my assignments, was to, um, it's like going outside and going for a walk and looking at the world as if you're looking at it for the first time or with a childlike yeah. wonder. So yes. when you look at the tree, you're looking at the smoothness or the roughness, you're mm. looking at the colors and textures, you're looking at the patterns, like, and then you and then you glance up the tree and you start to look at all of the branches and how which direction they go and then which ones have leaves and what the leaves look like and which way they're blowing the breeze and, and the smell of them and like it's like just looking at it like you've never because, seen a tree before which is amazing because the thing is we, we fly by things so quickly mm-hmm. that we don't pay attention anyway to things that are so not only is it a beautiful meditative practice it's also a really beautiful way of connecting with nature or connecting with your surroundings and things Absolutely. And, so all, get, and dance. Dance. Oh. I forgot about dance. <laughs> I mean, I forgot about dance. I I'm, know. The, I'm the freaking dancer yeah, here. Yeah, the dancer. <laughs> but yeah, like that ecstatic. I mean, there's a whole form of um, trance work and things like that, which is all through ecstatic dance and all of that sort of stuff. So well, Because it's like, and um, it's funny you should say trance, because like back in yeah. my younger <laughs> days, so I was known to go to quite a few trance clubs, which is that whole. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but I mean, wait, what is that beat though? Isn't it's, it's that trance it's, music? It's, it's that just like it's that. to lose yourself in the music. Yeah, and you just, you it's know, that constant beat that just allows the mind to just go off. Exactly, because it's like it never ends. Like yeah. you literally go to the club, it's constant music until you leave. <laughs> until you get kicked out or until the sun comes say, up when you kind of blindly when the sun comes up and you're like the sun's up let's go home but anyway so I guess the, the next question is like because obviously with there's so many different types so obviously mm. 
they originate from different places as well. So yes. you've obviously yes. got Eastern style practices, which is more your monastic or monk style meditations, which is where you're yeah. like kind of clearing the mind, just being really present. And so it's where mindfulness comes from. Um, but then you breath. also have the, yeah, the breath work, breath all work. that kind of stuff, yeah. um, mantras and all that. So, but then you have the Western style meditation, which is more the active brain style mm. of meditation where we, and I think that almost is testament to our style of living. It is, isn't it? Because it in the West, bit, we're it? constantly stimulated and we need yes. constant stimulation to focus. Yeah. Um, whereas in the Eastern, well, not everyone, but in a lot of Eastern countries, um, they tend to, well, it's, they, I, I believe it that it's, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a simpler life and it's a less yeah. chaotic. Yeah. Um, like, you know. That external, it's not as external. Like we were saying before, that like, the, the West, we kind of need something. You need something a bit more active to yeah. be able to actually start to slow down. And again, I guess one thing that to also pra- uh, to point out is that often meditation is called a practice, and uh-huh. there's a reason for that. That it's yes. a practice. It's a big practice that's going to go on for the rest of your life. So it's not. Don't expect the very first time you do it to be able to just go off to some amazing place and you've reached nirvana or whatever like (laughs) (laughs) it's literally each time all you're trying to do this is one thing i do say in like yoga classes and things like that is all we're trying to do is extend Mm -hmm. that time between when the thought comes and when you found that you've attached to a thought kind of thing we're just trying to extend that gap a little bit and it'll come it's a practice and again, it's the same thing because like yoga is called a practice and mm, meditation that's is called right. a practice. So all these things that are called practices, it's because you are doing that. And it's like to quote Emily Fletcher, because I love her so much. Yeah. Um, she says like, you don't meditate to become good at meditating. <laughs> you actually, yeah. we meditate to become better at life. Yeah, better at living. Yeah, that's yeah. so true. It's because by being able to, because they always say like, okay, so my coach Kate um she used to say to me like I'm trying to think how she worded it like I used to say to her like oh I don't have time I didn't have time to meditate have today <laughs> isn't that the biggest thing <laughs> and then she'd be like um you do and she's she used to say to me something along the lines of if you don't have one minute to meditate then you need five yeah. if you don't need five, if you don't have five minutes to meditate you need ten if you don't have ten minutes yeah. to meditate you need half an hour if you don't have half an hour you need an hour if you don't have an hour then you need three hours I was like yeah what are these what? arbitrary numbers like what are you yeah. talking about and she was saying to me that because when you meditate it's not that you get that time back but you kind of do because yeah if you go into it with a clouded thought with so many thoughts going through so clouded brain with so many thoughts going through it and so much brain mm. fog and everything else like that what would normally take you after meditation it would normally take you an hour to complete without meditation could take you like 10 hours to complete and it's funny because it would actually now that i make time to meditate (laughs) i'm so much more productive yeah i can get all my chores and shit done in next to nothing i know whereas before you kind of think oh i literally don't have time i'm because you're distracted yeah because you just can't focus on no. that one thing you're on this hamster wheel job. and then you keep yeah. grabbing like distraction i'm distraction, like a magpie distraction. oh shiny yeah shiny. Ooh, exactly shiny. exactly so um okay so on that note then so uh when do you meditate vicky personally mm-hmm. i meditate in the morning usually mm-hmm. first thing in the morning as in you've and just then. woken up you're not even out of bed yet no i'll usually get up but I literally just get up and I go, I've got a little space that I go to that I've created um, and I'll yeah, get up and go. Usually, maybe I'll get a drink before, a glass of water or something. But that's pretty much one of the first things that I do in the morning because I find if I kind of start my day without that, I really notice the difference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like how, yeah, just like just the flow of the day. I don't know. Just, and it can be completely different. Some days I might, I might, might be quite a long one or other days it might literally be there for like five minutes or yeah. whatever of a busy day but yeah I usually do it in the morning and then I also try to even if it's just a little bit just before bed as well so, so uh, two, two ends of the day two ends of the day the, <laughs> you like to bookend your day yes meditation yes that's it so for me it's like okay this is going to sound quite sad now that I like list it out so I meditate first thing in the morning yeah then I usually try to meditate at least once in the middle of the day it's like that's my good. midday reset yeah is what I call it um, and then I like to meditate in the afternoon. Yep. 
Um, and then I like to meditate before bed. So at least four times a day. Now, obviously, I'm not sitting there spending. <laughs> it's not like I'm spending like an hour per meditation. But no, that's like, right. It's literally depending on what I'm trying to achieve and depending on how I yeah. wake up and all that. Because and also, if I if I have to go somewhere and I get stuck in traffic, mm. as soon as I get to the destination, before I switch off my car. Yes. No, no, not before. I switch off the car, but then before I step out of the car, I meditate. Yeah. Because for me, it's that quick, like three to five minute mindfulness. Yep. So that I can clear my mind of all of the road rage and um, traffic and people mm. cutting me off and, hey, yeah. asshole, get in your own fucking lane and all that <laughs> other shit that goes with it. Yeah, that's it. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, quick, let's sneak over here. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, his, driving in traffic can be stressful. And it's yeah, like, and it usually. Does. And because I, I work for myself, so I work from home. So if when I'm driving somewhere, it's light. normally it's normally because of like, shit, I gotta go to the gym, I got a class to teach. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, then, and then you're driving and da da da, and trying to get there, and then everyone. And you know the funniest thing is, I find that when I, when I drive in an erratic state and I'm in a rush, mm. it takes me longer to get there. I know it does. Whereas if I literally put on my meditation music and I zen the fuck out while I'm driving, yes, I will literally be. Well, firstly, I'll be zen as fuck when I get It'll there. It'll be great. <laughs> but You'll just be floating in the door. It'll be I literally feel like time is has stood still. And I look yeah. at the clock and the time that I get there. And I've usually got like 10, 15 minutes buffer. And do you find that like you're more like more alert and more sensitive to what's oh, ha- around 100%. you? Oh, 100%. Okay, so yeah. firstly, if you're not skilled at meditation, yeah. I do not condone <laughs> any form of meditative practice in a vehicle. Yes. Because if you don't know how to do it, it's yes. dangerous. You should not operate machinery when meditating. No, no, no. no. Caveat. I've been meditating for over 20 years. And when I say meditate, it's Is when it I'm different? driving a car, I'm not closing my eyes and going, hum. And all of this when I'm driving, like, you know, I'm not getting out my cushion and like present. playing with my mala beads and whatever else. No. no. It's no. for me, the act of meditation, like I can have my eyes open. And I'm very aware of my motory sense, like my motory, motory senses. That's not motory the word. Senses. What are no, that? You know what I mean? Like my 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 motory. Yes, your... What's the word I'm looking for? I, like... I can't think what it is either. Your um, but your motor skill. No. Motor skills. Oh, yes. Motor skills. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm aware of what my body's doing, and yes. I'm actually hyper aware. So I yes. I can preempt cars coming in and out of my peripherals from behind me without looking in my. Yeah. Like, without doing a head check, and I'm not saying that I don't head check, I do, but like no, 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 but I it's can that sense benefit them. of it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. It's the because benefit you're... of it, it creates that heightened awareness. Exactly. And even just having this talk now, like when you ask me, I do it at the like bookend of the day, but I use, I guess, I use breath a lot, um, and I hadn't even really see because I didn't call that meditation. Mm-hmm. But I do that quite a bit. The same similar kind of thing. Where you, you say, "Where you going?" Take a breath. I stop and I'll take like yeah. say five breaths or something like that, like five prop, really full breaths, mm-hmm. and then that just helps to calm everything down. And then I can go into wherever I was going. Or let, let's turn it into up. a teachable moment, shall we? No, <laughs> no, no okay. seriously, no, let's turn it into a teachable moment. So yeah. let, let's let's like for those listening now. Obviously, if you're in a vehicle, I ask that you pull yeah, please over. Don't. Yes. Pull over for this. If you want to participate in this, actually pull over. I'll yes. give you a moment. I'll wait. <laughs> nah, Are you done good. yet? Are you over? Just, just, just push pause or tell Siri yes. to pause the podcast for you. Um, <laughs> Siri, pause the podcast. Pause I need to pull podcast. over. Um, but yeah, so let's do a quick. So this is what we mean when we say just focusing on the breath. So we're just going to yes. do like this is a quick reset that I teach my clients actually when, mm. they, when I'm coaching them as a, to fix the stress response. So we'll just do five mindful breaths. So in through the nose. Hold and out through the mouth. Let's do another one in through the nose. Hold and out through the mouth. We have three more in through the nose. Sorry. 
But anyway, so those yeah, five simple breaths, that is all your yeah. body needs to oxygenate your cells and just flood yourself with oxygen. Now, some people might feel lightheaded doing that because you've yeah. probably just breathed so deeply and mindfully and you've given yourself yeah. a flooding of oxygen that you normally don't do because throughout the day, most people oh. passively, but they're like... Yeah, it was so shallow. It was so high up in the chest. One yeah. way to find out like, like whether you're doing a nice deep breath or not is to just stop for a moment and just breathe. But being aware of where in your body you're breathing. If it's like up here near your collarbones that's moving, you're breathing very shallowly or is mm. it down or towards the belly. So an easy way to do that would be to lay down on your back. Yeah. And just, I, I usually sit something on my stomach. Yep. Or, or you can just put your hands. Just do one hand. Just yeah, one, one hand, hand on the top and one on the bottom. And then when you're breathing, notice if this hand's going up or if this hand's going up. Yeah. Because in meditation, we it's that whole thing of diaph diaphragmatic. Is it diaphragmatic? Yep. Yeah. Diaphragmatic breathing. So it's where you breathe through your diaphragm, which is basically the area just below the stomach, inside the body. Is it below the stomach? Below, behind. Uh, I'm not sure, but I know it's at the very base it's, of like the lungs. It's right it, up. Yeah, it, it might be at the same. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's below yeah. the lungs, but around that stomach area. So it's like yes, kind of where the 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 rib cage goes up. Goes up. Yeah. yeah. Diaphragmatic. All I know is it's there. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I create this whole thing to be my stomach. I know. Me too. I'm like that's your stomach, but I'm actually like no. Actually, organ-wise, stomachs. Yeah. yeah you know, but your stomach's there. We're talking stomach as in torso, stomach. As a yeah. belly. Yes. Yes. So um okay. So we've talked right. about the when do we meditate and when can we meditate. What about the yes. where? Where do you meditate? Well, you can meditate anywhere, really, as long as you're not driving a car. But please, please, please don't do it when you're driving a car unless you're going through. <laughs> <laughs> um, personally, I actually have a little space that I go to in my house. Fancy. Um, yes. It's, it's really not. It's actually just at the end of our dining table. And I have a little, <laughs> a little tiny table down there and I've got a cushion that I sit on. <laughs> but I have a candle and it's a little bit of an altar and, and it's just a space that I always go to. Um, but for me, that's also a really beautiful way of creating that trigger within the mind as well mm -hmm. that I'm sitting in this space and mind kind of goes, oh, that's right, we meditate here. Oh, so, so you're kind of ritualising <sighs> your practice. Yeah, so kind of ritualising it. And even that's also another really great way as well if you want to incorporate that sort of stuff with your meditation is to perhaps put on a scent or have some mm -hmm. essential oils or incense or light a candle. Like all of those little things that kind of become that ritual becomes like a trigger in the mind and it helps it to kind of calm down a little bit quicker. So I like to do it there and sometimes um, otherwise if it's a nice, nicest kind of day and a nice kind of morning, I like to go outside. Can sit in the backyard and do it. Listen, anywhere where we are. Sorry, just construction work in the background. Oh, I was like, oh, are you? Am I not listening? Am no, I no, no. I was like, what's that noise? Because like, I have headphones on, so I couldn't. Oh, yeah, because you can't hear anything else. I thought but it was yeah, something I'm, like in the anyway. Yeah, so I have little spaces that I like to go to that are particular places. But then, like you said, it could be in the car when we're going somewhere or something like that. Do you have a particular? The where of meditating? Um, so, I, first thing in the morning, I meditate in my bed. So before yep. I even get up. Now, again, I've been meditating for a number of years. So it's yes. some people, if they meditate in bed, either before or after sleep, mm -hmm. they just fall back asleep. Yeah. But my <laughs> yeah. brain, I have now taught my brain that it knows I'm awake now. This is meditation, not sleep. Yes. Um, but that said, if I'm extremely tired... Doesn't matter. <laughs> I just allow it to happen. If I'm going to fall asleep, I allow it to fall asleep. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, yeah. Um, but then, so that's where I do before and after. Like when I first wake yeah. up and before I go to bed. Uh, but I also like to meditate. So I'm actually just going to scooch my butt up. I have my oh, meditation cushion. It's a bit fancy. I like it. I actually bought this for myself for my birthday this year. Oh, I was, well done. That's awesome. I had an, an isolation birthday. Oh. So uh, I decided I needed to buy myself something pretty. Yes. And so because I'm doing my course in meditation, like I bought myself a cushion and I also bought myself some mala beads. I know I'm wearing some, but these are some other ones that I bought. Um, and they're sandalwood, so they smell delicious. They smell nice. See, so it's the other thing where, because like this, our sense of smell is so connected. Uh huh. But um, 
I've, I've meditated in the bath before. Oh, yes. So yes. when I'm in the bath, I like to do a lot of uh, past life. I do past life meditations in the bath because I, I don't know, just I'm a water baby. I'm cancer. Yeah. So I, I yeah. really connect with water and I'm very yep. sensory and tactile. So just that feeling of being in nice warm water. Yes. Um, so I've done it in the bath. I do it in the calf. I do it in bed. I do it in this room that I'm in now. Um, <laughs> like you, uh, if you can't dirty my dirt. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm talking about meditation know, and you've I'm taken so it to sorry. sex. It's just the way you were saying it. I, I do it in the bath. I, I do it in the bath. I do it in the bath. I do it in the bed. I'm sorry, Belton, you're the corners. Oh, my God. Great. Um, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. No, you're fine. I just completely ruined <laughs> You are fine. Just ruining my kumbaya zen moment. I know that was a very zen moment. No, that's fine. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so I'm. So you meditate. In I meditate in many in places. Bar. Yes, <laughs> uh, I actually. But what I really like to do is meditate in nature. Yeah. So I love yeah. to meditate in the sunshine or in the moon, like under yes, a full moon. I love moon. to meditate Beautiful. under a full moon. Um, or if I go to somewhere that I feel is very magical, like I love to go up, there's a place in the Dandenongs here in Melbourne, yeah. and I love to go up to the Dandenongs and just find somewhere quiet to meditate. And actually, so here's the thing, every time we travel, which we're probably not going to do for a I was going to say, it's a little bit. But whenever we do travel, I, I love going to places of worship, and I love to meditate in, in, in places of worship. So I go into churches, synagogues, mosques, like whatever, any... Wow temples like whatever sacred spaces yeah, space, sacred obviously space. i'm respectful like i follow yeah, I, I observe the practices that are done at that particular place mm. yeah um but then i and i usually i'll ask for permission if there's like someone who works there to say is it okay yeah. if i just sit quietly like i don't tell them oh can i meditate here because they might be more <laughs> okay. so i just ask them is it okay if i just you know sit quietly, sit quietly. observe my thoughts or, whatever. Okay. or if i'm in a church i'll say oh do you mind if i just pray because to me it's no different well, that's it. For some people, anyway, because for me, yeah. prayer is just another form of like active meditation. It's like thinking mm-hmm. about words yeah. and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so I like to meditate in so many different places. And but that said, there's no. It's not like there's a specific place and no, you know, a specific time, and I need to have a specific cushion or specific beads or spraying yes. specific things in the air or like you can make it ritualistic. Yes. But yeah. it doesn't need to be all the hoopla. No, you don't have to. See, I do those things in the morning because I find that that's a little bit of my sacred time. That's yeah. my time to... It's making it sacred. Space. Yeah, and it is. It's making it sacred. So I, I do love those things and I add all those things to it. I mean, that, that said, though, if it's a really rushed morning or something, we've got to go somewhere, I'll just go sit outside. I might just go sit. We've got a chair at the back. I might just go sit there for five minutes or something. Yeah. Do you know, like it doesn't have to be. I don't have to have those things, but... That's for oh, me. But I, I like I, to create it. I love a good half-hour sesh, though. So do I. I'm quite a fan of a good half-hour sesh. Or I must admit, I actually get up early on purpose, earlier than the rest of my family, like my daughter and my husband. And I, I get up early for that reason, so that I can have that little bit of time that's just mine. And mm-hmm. it's such an awful, horrible mum and wife thing to say, but I get so so depressed and so sad and so angry when they wake up early <laughs> and they're into my time i'm like this is my me time people go oh, back see, to bed i come into this room which it's well you guys can't see the rest of the room but this isn't like my man yes. cave slash gaming room slash <laughs> podcast room slash meditation room like it's it's the place where i do it's all the, the things yep. it's the room because even that Side note, mm. for me, playing PlayStation is another form of active meditation. Yeah, well, it is. And, and that's it's a stress thing. reliever. It's a stress reliever. There's also like that whole, um, the colouring, mandala colouring. Oh, yes. Like that. I just thought about, about that. that. We didn't even talk about that. But that's a whole other thing as well where you're still active, but it's something that just quietens the thoughts down a little bit. So it's actually, this is taking me on another tangent because now you made me think we of... Like um, yeah, we do. We do. Everyone knows we like it. Yeah, I was going to say, we like it. So one of the things that I really enjoy doing um, is I follow someone by the name of Katie Underwood on Facebook. And I don't know if you know their name. I do know that name. Why do I know mm. that name? Where's the name Katie Underwood come from? Was she one of those like pop stars? Mm-hmm. Yes, so, I so thought she, so. So she was part of Bardo. They, Bardo, that's it. I was yes. trying to think but they don't were. you treat me bad. Don't you make me sad. <laughs> anyway, so, 
Yeah, I'm not we've a got singer. The, we've got the special well, microphone. Yeah, that's like my loneliness. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> oh god. Now we really got on a tangent, haven't we? <laughs> Sorry. Um, Katie, Katie Underwood, Underwood. she does um, sound therapy sessions. And oh. so I used to go to her sessions here in Mornington in Melbourne. So yes. um, it's down on the peninsula. It's all hoity-toity and really lovely. Yes. Um, but she used to do it in a yoga school. And like we would go there and it would be this... I feel like it was two and a half hours. Or was it an hour and a half? I feel like it was two and a half hours. Often I think they are for like yeah. a couple of hours. And so for sound therapy, yeah. the difference between that and normal meditation, like she still guided us through a med- meditation mm. visualization work. But then she did a sound therapy where she uses a um, vocal looping machine oh, so where she pushes yeah. a pedal she sings yes. something into a microphone pushes a, a thing and yep. it will just keep looping it and then she loops mm. something else over the top so she ends up making it I, I, I couldn't count but there'd be like seven or ten yeah, versions of her singing in harmony with her Yeah. Um, and then she'd get out like a um, I don't know what else to call it other than a shamanic drum like yep. it's one of those kind of yep. very traditional hand stretched kind of leather drum yeah um she'd have one of those she'd have singing bowls crystal and metal she'd have chimes she'd have like all kinds of stuff like the whole kit and caboodle and i'd just be going there and i i I would come out of there feeling a million bucks it's amazing isn't it sound is just Just a sound bath of just the vibrations and like this is the thing people don't understand like sound in itself we could do a whole podcast just about it because Yes. The, the vibrations of sound waves in the air has an impact on your cells and on your body mm. and on your DNA regeneration and all that kind of stuff. That's why you do sound therapy. That's why you do sound baths. That's why you have sound ther- uh, sound healings. Um, so even that's like with the singing bowls. When yeah, it's the same They're different thing. notes. And the different notes are quite different say, things and in the body. And the different way that you like hit it, like when you did the big dong at the beginning. Yeah. So and then the, this one. Yeah. But that has a very different sound too. Well, I don't normally don't stop them. But I'm going to. Uh, don't forgive me. But then I'll put this one away from the microphone because it's quite loud. If I hit it with the stick, yeah, don't. Like that's very. Ah, it is. But then on the flip side, if I stop it, there's an, also a way of doing it with felt where you make it vibrate. So it's doing this. Yeah, see, that's a very different sound. So I don't know what note this is. Um, because see, I feel that very viscerally. Like I can feel the woo, woo. Oh. <laughs> like, on my physical body. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh my god, that sounded so bad. Um, <laughs> I know what you mean. It's like, woo, woo, yeah, because it's like that pulsing kind of. Yeah. Um, so even when I meditate, like that brings me on to a whole other topic. Like sometimes yeah. I listen to music that. Oh, actually, here's a little side note. So for those that have listened to a few of our episodes now, you yes, may notice yes. that when we have a guest. I tend not to do this because there's three people and it's already like there's a lot going on. A lot <laughs> there's a lot going on auditorially, like you're listening to three different people talk and all that kind of stuff. And it can be a bit much sometimes. But when it's just the two of us, I overlay music, but I am very strategic on what music I put in there because it's always at a certain frequency. So sometimes I play music at like God, now I can't think of them off the top of my head. I'm trying to think. There's 432 or something, or five. To, yeah, yeah, there's all different frequencies, and each one of those yeah. frequencies resonates with a different type of healing or different properties or helps with stuff. Chakra, so, like, exactly. So, I, I'm overlaying various types of music in the background because it's mm. a specific frequency which helps with specific things. And I always try to pair it with whatever the topic is. <laughs> um, so, for example, when we did, we were talking about cleansing for Ostara. So yes. I put, I can't remember what it was now. I think it was like. It's quite a high one, I think. Was it 435? No. I don't know. I I'm not going to pretend remember. like I know them all. Yeah, I can't remember them I just look them up and I do it at the time. But, yes. um, yeah, so I put one that was all about cleansing. Because mm. we were talking about cleansing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's kind of like, yeah. But anyway. That so, and, and that's actually what um, my practice at the end of the day or actually even both of them i listen to a lot of that music now like with the different frequencies and hertz or maybe like with the drumming or just just instrumental kind of music or i'll sit there i've got a drum and i've got one of those little cosmic tone drums as well so i might sit there and do that too (laughs) i was just i was gonna say something no that's not appropriate (laughs) we've already gone no, no, this would this would have been no, no, no. Let's just not let's go take there. A hold I, was, I was thinking of this whole drumming thing, and I was going to say something. No, let's not. I'm not <laughs> no, from that culture. Okay. I'm not going to touch it. No, um, let that all go. Yeah. So, um, 
so how does one meditate so i mean obviously there's different types of ways that you can meditate yeah like what we took you guys through was literally just focusing on the breath and just mm. slowing down the breath um i mean obviously my school that i learned from which is the australian center for meditation and mindfulness say that 10 times fast i was about to say that's really yeah australian center for meditation and mindfulness oh, wait if i said it the right way was it mindfulness and meditation oh i never know which way the m ms oh. are <laughs> <laughs> the M&Ms. <laughs> oh god now i'm talking about m&ms um M&Ms. i don't i never remember which way the m&ms which are because it used That's to be okay. the australian center for holistic studies but we've rebranded recently so it's like australian that was center a lot for... easier what are they doing that was a lot easier to yeah, but, but mindfulness and meditation sounds it cooler sounds, it does it does sound yeah. cool anyway so okay. I, way. i'm i'm All studying right. a, an advanced certificate in guiding and teaching meditation with those yes. guys and i'm actually close to graduating which vicky knows because there's some days when i'm like <laughs> Oh my god, I just need to do this assignment and I'm too stressed. And she's like, but isn't it on meditating? I'm like, yes, but I'm too stressed to meditate. I'm, too stressed. I'm like, no, you're not. You'll be fine. Just do it. Um, but anyway, so there's obviously there's a way that you can focus on the breath. There's also yeah. some people meditate through, um, you can listen to guided meditations where yep. you actually have someone guiding you through the process. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I was just thinking, do we, do we share a link for bonus content? Of my recent relaxation oh. meditation. Yeah, why not? How about to engage our audience? If you listen this far and you yes. want to receive some bonus content from me, I recently recorded a full body relaxation meditation. Mm. It goes for 28 Jeez, minutes. Thank you. I've got my Richard Verson voice. I'm like, Tons. voice. I'm like, Tons. and allow the <laughs> to slowly enter the body. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my David Attenborough. Yes, that's right. And here we see the wildebeest in its natural Finally environment. <laughs> anyway, I digress. So maybe, yeah, if you want to try my meditation out, then I want you to engage yeah. with us. Shoot me a message or stick a comment underneath the post where yeah. whichever platform you saw it on, whether Instagram or Facebook, and I'll private message you and I'll send you the link rather yep. than just make it public. I want it so that you guys engage with us. Yes. So, and I'll just send it to you for free. Yay, that's awesome. So then you can try my full body relax meditation because there'll be more of those coming soon because I have to start getting my <laughs> content out there. Doing the rest of the content. Um, but yeah, so obviously the other things you can do for meditation. So there's the uh, something that I do in every meditation I do, I always do a grounding and that grounding exercise yes. is by taking someone through the senses. Mm-hmm. So oh. noticing the things that they can see around them. So just pausing for a moment, literally, you could do this right now. Mm. So I want you to, wherever you are, just if you're near a window, or even if you're just sitting in a room with no windows, just look around the room and just notice the things you can see. Don't focus on any one object, but as you're looking around the room, just notice the textures, the colors, the shapes, the light, the shadows, all that kind of stuff. Just paying attention to the things in the room around you. Now I want you to pay attention to the sounds around you. So perhaps it's just the sound of my voice or the music in the background. It might be some birds chirping, dogs barking. Maybe it's a partner in another room or a housemate or a child making noise outside. Whatever it is, just noticing what sounds there are. Now let's bring you to the sense of smell. So just with the next breath in, noticing what smells you have around you. So whether it's a burning candle, some incense, Obviously, I'm not doing this isn't a meditation way that I'm doing it. I would do it a lot <laughs> slower than this. But just paying attention to all those smells that you can yeah, smell. Maybe it's lunch, dinner, whatever it might be. Um, now, with the next breath, I want you to just swallow in, just, and notice any tastes that are present in your mouth. Maybe it's a lingering taste from what you last ate or drank, or it could be the absence of taste. Maybe you've had so much water that there's no taste in your mouth. <laughs> just noticing what tastes are there. And then lastly, the sense of touch or feeling. So it's just noticing maybe it's how your bottom feels against the chair or against the floor, depending on where you are, or maybe you're laying down listening to us. Um, just feeling, like noticing the contact points with wherever you're seated. Or maybe you notice how your clothing or your jewelry feels against your skin. Um, yeah, just noticing the different tactile things around you. Um, and that's just checking in with the senses like that, going through all of the major five senses. That's a form of meditation. Yeah. So if you tell me, I don't know how to meditate, you just did. Yeah, that's right. It's just checking in and just being present in this moment. It's not being obsessed about the future. 
it's not dwelling on the past it's just being present that's mindfulness present. which is yeah. just being that's here and now mm. yeah so I like that. let's connect the dots shall we yes let's connect the dots because we are part of our meditation that i guess i've <laughs> so, with how does this all relate to living a magical lifestyle and being a witch? Well, I think personally that it's actually the basis of all of it, mm-hmm. to be honest. Because to be able to, because um, I mean, with meditation, especially for myself, I find it that it's bringing everything in. So it's bringing that attention in, it's finding that center, it's being grounded. And to do that, you can be connecting. So further on with the grounding, apart from the senses, I'll often um, imagine like a cord going down into Mother Earth and, and all of those kind of things as well. But it's really the basis of being able to talk to guides, being able to communicate with deity, being able to um, divination, um, all of those things. You need that clarity of mind and that centeredness that doing the meditation practice kind of brings absolutely would you agree with that yeah yeah for me like 100 percent. so whenever i'm like before i teach tarot um because i actually teach classes Mm. all the time so before i teach class i always meditate to put myself in a meditative state because then it allows that conduit or that flow with Mm -hmm. spirit to be like it's tuning in so for me meditating before a class is my way of just fine-tuning my radio signal so that i can communicate with spirit much more Easy. clearly yeah like it just kind of yep. slightly fine-tuning the radio signal so then I'm, mm. I'm hearing all the information they're giving me so I'm not being sidelined by yeah. other shit that I'm picking up on um so for me divination 100% same with any form of spirit work so when I talk to my spirit guides mm. I constantly talk to them when I'm meditating yeah. constantly yeah. and in actual fact whenever I meditate they like oh you're listening quick and then oh and you have to do this and then you need to do that and i've got an idea and you need to talk about this and it's like guys just just zip it meditation first i'll talk to you in a moment exactly um i don't know if anyone else resonates with this if you have got sassy guides like i do let me know in the comments or shoot me a message i want to hear from you if you have sassy guides because one of mine she knows you she knows she's all I've spoken about her a couple of times on a couple yep. of episodes now, but she is the sassiest thing ever. And now she's laughing at me for calling her sassy. I was about to say, she loves that. She loves that title because, yeah, anyway, she's <laughs> totally sassy. Um, but yeah, so there's that. And there's also like checking in with your higher self. Yes. So for me, yeah. meditative state means like when I'm in my med- meditation mindset, it's a way of me going, is what I'm doing the most productive thing I can be doing now? And is this in alignment with who I want alignment. to be? Yes. Like yep. it's that whole thing of just channeling into self and going, yep. is what I'm doing, like, is this productive and is this in alignment with who I'm meant to be or what I'm trying to become or whatever it might be? Mm. Because oftentimes we get so caught up in the stress response to things. Yeah. If you just stop and like, even when I'm having an argument with my partner, if, if he says something to me and then the knee-jerk reaction is to bite back or to clap back or, or to whatever, like text message back or whatever it might be. Yeah, to react rather than Exactly. Respond. But now yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get myself into a habit of going... And then I respond. That's right. Giving because I can guarantee... I can yeah. guarantee that that one breath yeah. is enough to nip that knee-jerk reaction. response off yeah just, just nip it in the bud um and then the other thing for me it's, it's also about the magical mindset like when i'm doing yeah. not that i'm a big fan of the whole ritual side of witchcraft mm. because for me to be honest i'm in this day and age i've got so many things on the go that to actually sit there and say i'm going to spend the next two hours in ritual yeah that means i have to carve out a huge coming. chunk of my day <laughs> but when i do to me the ritual yeah. mindset or the magical mindset is like first, I like to say it. Like I don't know if there's any science behind this. If you are someone who's very science-minded, mm. I know that you have your waking state is what we call beta waves. Yeah, so the, the beta, waves. the beta brain yeah. waves. Then your meditative state is your alpha brain waves. So it's like taking it to that. Like I think they're mm. slower. I know that there's also there's theta, delta, and then theta. Delta and theta. Is it delta and theta, or is it theta and then delta? Delta and then theta. So okay. it's alpha, beta. 
I don't know if there's something else over there. It's delta, then theta. So those last two, I think, is where the intuition and stuff yeah. starts to really come in. Yeah, because when you get yourself to yeah, theta brainwaves... Yeah. Um, and I know we just went all science on you, and you're probably thinking, what yes. the hell and are I'm they actually, talking I about? But... Up with me, but there is a good book that actually explains it all very well. But it, that's where the psychic senses and where all those different things can come into it because where yeah. the mind clutter is, is in there. And the way to get to that is just by practicing meditation. So it's, yeah. you just need to do it. It's not a matter of, like, as I said, we don't meditate to become good at meditating. No. We meditate to become better at life. And as witches, yeah, we meditate that. to become better at being magical beings. Yeah. Um, and, a, be- yeah. and another thought I just thought of as well that I didn't mention is also in, so in your magical work, you need to be focused mm-hmm. and very clear on what you want to be doing, especially if you're doing spell working and, and those types of things. So that meditative state and being able to be very clear and centered and not have a random thought pop into your head while you're trying to do something, it's going to dampen down the magic a little bit if you're... And also, it's that distraction because remember that spell work is that focused intention. Yeah, that's right. And if your attention is unfocused, then... So your spell what the hell you just put out there yeah that's right then your work <laughs> is going to be just as unfocused so if you want that sort of stuff to work and I mean I guess going to manifestation and all that side of things as well like it's that same thing it needs to be focused so be able to focus the mind meditation practice is what helps to train the brain train us to do it because I've actually met a couple of witches and I said to them oh, so um, what's your meditation practice like because it's something and they're like meditation oh. I don't meditate yeah. What? What do you mean? <laughs> like, and, and that's not from a judgment place, by the way, guys, because no. I don't judge others, but like it, each to their own. But to me, it's part of living a magical life. Like I, I remember there was an acronym that um, I heard from. Now, I don't know if it's from him or whether he was quoting someone else, but um, Devin Hunter. Mm. I was listening to his podcast mm. once because I love his podcast. Um, and I think it's called The Modern Witch. Is it The Modern Witch? Yes, I think it is. I'm pretty Modern sure it's Witch? called The Modern yeah. Witch. Yeah. Um, by Devin Hunter so um, I'm actually I've contacted him to see if we can get him on the show one day because I think he'd be amazing to bring on here we could have a cross collaboration um, <laughs> but anyway so I remember he did an episode once and he was talking about how to I think I saw it on YouTube it was how to bring um, magic into every day without overthinking it without overplaying it and he literally used the word magic as an acronym so M is for meditation yep. A is for affirmation G is for grounding, I is for inquiry, and C is for checking in. Yes. So meditate every day, do your affirmations every day, do your grounding every day, so you're not always up in the fairies and la 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 and whatever else. Yep. Um, air sign. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> if you're an air sign, you need to ground more than ever. We need to ground. <laughs> yes. Um, and then inquiry is basically divination, so asking. Mm questions of spirit and checking in is like checking in with your spirit guides with your deities with your higher self with your high consciousness with your essence your being like whatever whatever you want to call that so it's like if you're able to do those five things every day then you're living a magical lifestyle yeah um magical life so and i that really resonated with me and it's Mm. stuck with me ever since i heard him say it and i love it because it just tick 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 perfect yeah it does so how do we go have we covered everything i think we might have covered it um, oh, actually, let's just very quickly. Mm-hmm. So, we have these mala beads. I brought mine too. Yeah, so we have these mala beads. I have three pairs. See, he's a one of them. I've only got one. Mine's, mine's a big long one. Oh, I have long. I have like other ones. Too, <laughs> I know you've got. I'll just bring these three. Um, because these are the ones I was wearing. Because these are like a. Uh, I think they're a. I think it's a type of jasper. This one. Whereas these ones are sandalwood. Which would smell amazing. Oh, they yeah. so do. Anyway, so mala beads is another thing that if you're a fidgety person, yes, mala beads is like the Eastern equivalent of, I guess, a rosary. If you're yeah. of a Judeo-Christian belief background, you may have a rosary lying around. It's the same principle. So it's where you basically have the mala over your hand, and as you you grab a bead and you repeat a mantra. Um, so one of my favorite ones is Om Mani Peme Hum. So it's a it's from um, Buddhism. Yeah. And uh, actually I have so this is Tibetan. I've actually got Hum tattooed on my oh, yeah. 
left shoulder for anyone that's watching on YouTube. So that's home. Yeah. So, oh God. To explain what this all money payment home would take us a whole bloody episode, so let's not yeah, go there because so it's a very there. deep thing. But, yeah, but so basically, up, and and you don't have to use a specific mantra, no, or even a mantra at all. No. Like if you're just a, like sometimes I will just literally just move them in my head. You just move them in your head. Yeah, I know other people that just use like affirmations. Well. They they yeah, literally, instead of saying mantras, they just say like, uh, I am I love. Am I am relaxed, I am peace, I yeah. am joy, I am happiness. And they say a different one for each malabin, and you're basically yeah. just pushing it with your thumb to slowly work your way around the entire. So you just keep going, 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 going yeah. really fast right now. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it not be that fast. And then it's said that when you get to the other end, you can either stop or you flip it around and you go back the other way. Because <laughs> um, it's supposed to be 108 successions. So there's 108 beats, so it's exactly 108 successions of the mantra over and over. So if you're a fidgety person, having that in your hand just gives you something to focus on because you're moving the beats one at a time and you're just going around in a little circle. And And if you um, don't have um, mala beads, if you've got like a bracelet, like one of the crystal bead bracelets or anything like that, you can use those as well. Oh, sorry. These are my special beads. It's funny you bring that up. One. I know. So oh, these know. ones are actually... <laughs> these ones are also sandalwood. Because I love sandalwood. Anyway, so these ones are actually a... um. So they're from the Shaolin Monastery in uh, Dangfang in China. Yeah. So, uh, which you... Most people know the Shaolin monks. Because yeah. they're, they're, they're kung fu monks. I was going to say, they're the ones that often... They do all the fighting and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, so they travel the world doing all that stuff. But I, I love um, the Shaolin monks. And so I went to their temple in China in 2011. Um, and for me, it was important to give a donation to the temple for the upkeep and everything else like yeah. that. Also for, for food for the monks or whatever. And in return, they gave me these beads. And they are like my prized possession. <laughs> no one's allowed to touch them. <laughs> um, because they just smell divine. And... Yeah. Um, and like, cause you're, because it's real sound of wood, when you put them on your body, your body heat permeates the smell. Yes, they just slowly start so, to come out. Oh, that's but yeah, you could literally cool. sit there and do that with these. You could just go through the beads yeah. and go around this little thing. And um, another thing I like to do as well is a crystal. Like, have a, like if you have a particular oh, yes. crystal. We didn't even talk so, about that. Oh, we did. Yeah, like all of those kind of things are really great. Often, like I have um, at the moment, I've got two pieces of green opal which have been really connected and I find them really grounding I just and I have their two palm stones and I just hold them in my hand and sometimes my hands will move over and fingers will move over them but just holding them and also having that little gentle weight is also really great for grounding I need to take my headphones off for a sec just because I'm going to put another prop on Hang on. oh yes I forgot about this thing so this thing again? that I've just put on my head is called a muse. It's so for those who aren't watching it, you can it goes all the way around his forehead like a, like a crown. It's like a headband almost. Yeah. It's, yep. it's like a headband. Sweat it's yeah, it's basically like a sweatband, but it's it's yeah. it's actually so it's got a um It's got a lot of sensors in there though, hasn't the, the, it? Yeah, so basically actually now that I've got it on you can't see it. Let me just take it off again. It's kind of I should have thought about that before I put it on, but anyway. So you position it on your forehead, but on the inside, so it's got this these sensors that are um that touch your skin yeah and then it's also got ones on the band itself that go over your ears so you've got these ones oh, so it's basically on, on the, the little sensors here. the whole way around yeah so it's got these ones on the front here and yeah. it's got the ones that touch your ears so basically and then it's got this big microchip thing that you charge up so you, you connect this to um yes charger to charge it up but then it just like sticks in there so when this is on your head it connects to your phone and then, like, because I'm a geek, we all know I'm a geek. And because, I'm, <laughs> because I'm studying meditation as a profession, like to actually teach this stuff, I like, I'm, I'm always a skeptic about anything that claims anything. <laughs> I need the science behind it to prove it. Yep. As in, I believe things. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a, I don't have to see it to believe it. Yep. I believe it to see it, but then I like to back it. Does that make sense? Yes. Like to be able to prove yeah. what I've done, yeah. um, which is why when I do a tarot reading, I write down or take a photo of every reading I ever do, and then I reflect on it when those things happen or don't happen. Yep. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it just um, gives that little bit of credibility. Exactly. So for me, like I put this on, 
And uh, it's funny because while we're doing this talk about meditation, my phone lit up and I looked and it said Muse and it reminded me. Because <laughs> it's, it's time to, do, time it's to telling meditate. telling me that it's time to meditate because I have a set to a specific time each day. That's good. Um, but anyway, so when I put this on, it connects to my phone and then, um, okay, so I either choose to listen to what it's doing, which is it, it does a dynamic guidance system. Now, what I mean by that is you can have it set to either like a beach or... Um, beach there's like a city park there's a um, desert like there's all these different themes and basically when you're wearing it if you're doing a mind meditation because there's different styles of meditation but if you're doing a mind meditation which is all about calming the mind the more active your thoughts are the louder and more stuff is going on in there feedback Uh, actually adjusts it adjusts itself to whatever your mind is kind of doing because in this sensor it's actually sensing your heart rate it's sensing your brain waves it's sensing your movements so if you're moving your head around a lot yeah it's sensing like so many different things at once it's got an eeg in it and everything like it's it's sensing everything uh, it's expensive, but it was, yeah. <laughs> it was my birthday present from my friends. So okay. they all they all pitched in because I was having an isolation oh, birthday. Oh, so. see, that's um, But yeah, so it was. Um, uh, so yeah, basically, as it's sensing all these things, if my mind is calm, like for example, the main one, it's like got uh, like rain falling. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the calmer your mind gets, the rain eases, and eventually it stops, <sighs> and then you can hear birds chirping and stuff because the birds have come out because it's not raining. But then, if you start really thinking cool. again, then the rain gets that's heavier, raining. and eventually it turns into a thunderstorm. If you're really, if your brain's going yep. everywhere, so like that's a way of like because you're awesome. actively hearing it. So you're like, oh, I'm thinking too much. I'm thinking too much. I'm thinking too much. And it's like, calm, 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 calm. So you're getting that like, instant uh, feedback. That's awesome. Well, I, I I thought that at first, but then <laughs> when it was telling me how In shit theory. I was doing it meditating, yeah, I, was I was like, ah. <laughs> Because I used to say, oh, I'm, I'm so good at meditating. Oh, my God, I'm amazing. Like, I can meditate anywhere. And then this thing says to me, no, you can't. No, you can't. It's thunderstorms over here. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, so that's another, like, there's so many tools like this. Yeah, there's I a u- lot of I love Muse. Um, yeah. So I use this one. Um, there's other styles, too. This one you can actually wear to sleep in. So this one specifically is made to be able to, like, you can just put yeah, it on so and nice you can company. go to sleep with it on. And they've yeah. actually got, like, sleepscapes as well that you can listen to. So, um... Uh, sleepscapes is like so it like to help you go to sleep yeah so it's like you can listen to it and it kind of guides you into a whatever but anyway so that's if you want to go the geeky route (laughs) in in short like I'm a geek let's just call it what it is I love Um, it I mean you don't need all these things guys you can just no that's it so like you can just sit and breathe I mean by all means if you want to buy the cushion and the mala beads and the and the, um, I was going the gong, <laughs> the singing bowl, <laughs> and the muse, and the sprays, and the incense, and the da da da, and, and knock yourself it. out and be a big Dalai Lama on a cushion in your house, <laughs> go nuts. But I mean, I guess what it all boils down to is beginning to know yourself a little bit better and what is going to work best for you because there's no one size fits all when it comes to meditation. And I know that that's often what we kind of think. We have this perception that meditation is one thing, but it's really about finding whatever works best for you. And even my own personal practice, it changes each day depending on what I'm doing. Like some days I, I can lay there and just listen to a little bit of music and I'm off straight away but then other times I'm like I'm laying there my, I'm still moving I'm fidgeting so then I know that I need to get up and do like a more movement based kind of meditation or things like that so yeah so it's really just about finding those things give everything a try do live a nice open mind and just find what resonates best and I guess that's the key uh, thing is that with meditation it's the art of not judging oneself yes so that's yeah it doesn't matter Without if expectation because most people they say I can't meditate I'm like have you ever tried yeah I did I tried once I'm like have you tried again no just once I'm like mm, no I kind of need to do it more than that because it's a practice so you need to just do yeah. it re- regularly and repeatedly is that a word I don't know what you mean I think you know, so you just you know need to keep doing it and keep yeah. practicing until you get better at it and you'll get better at it without even realising it mm-hmm. it's, like playing <laughs> yeah. the vi- it's like playing the you violin yeah, that's right. Like you don't expect the first time you pick it up to be able to do a big 
symphony song I don't even know what they're all called but like the, an amazing song being able to do the whole thing you can't you know no. that you have to learn do different practices do little bits every day and then eventually without realizing it you'll be able to play something I'm pretty sure the first Wait. month at least every time I picked up the violin it sounded like a cat being pulled by the table <laughs> Uh, it was horrible. <laughs> My mum's like, how long are you going to be doing this thing for? I'm like, I'm trying to give it a go. Mm. Mm, no, not yeah. in my house. <laughs> so I, I, I didn't, the violin was not one of my fortes. It did not, not stay long in my house. So <laughs> mum, no, mum did not approve. Anyways, so I think that that's all for today's I episode. We, I think we have. I think we've kind of covered it all. And if there's anything else you want to know or... Yes different practices that you do we would actually really love to hear it like hear what you do lastly if you're a geek and you want to read i've just got a couple of my oh, favorite yes. books so i'm going to show them to you guys on youtube so we have one of my favorite authors so we have stress less accomplish more so this is by emily fletcher um so she has the um creator of ziva technique and the founder of ziva meditation we also have now this one is by john Cabot Zinn. So he's this one's mindfulness for beginners. So John Cabot Zinn has um, some really great meditations out there. You can even go to YouTube, and a lot of these authors say, lot of have on meditations YouTube. on YouTube. I use a lot of them. Um, so this one is called Aware. It's a science and practice of presence. So it's not specifically about meditation, but it's about being present. Um, so this one is Daniel Siegel. Then you have. You like this guy. I David do. G. I love David G. This one's The Secrets of Meditation by David G. Yes. He has the very deep radio light announcer voice. Yes. And then this was one that I'm reading at the moment because I'm doing a module for my course on Buddhist psychology and mindfulness. And so this one is yeah. called The Wise Heart by Jack Cornfield. So he's another quite well-known um, person in the meditation field. So, I mean, there's obviously tons of others as well. These are just there a couple is. of the books that I have. Um, an, an app that I always suggest to a lot of people is Insight Timer because it's I a see. free app and it's I, got hundreds and hundreds of meditations on so it. So I've got Headspace, I've got Calm, I've got Omvana, I've got Solvana, I've got... There's so many of them. There is so, so many. many. Yeah, so and, many. and looking them up on YouTube and things like that, especially like, especially sound, if, it, if you like, like the sound baths and things like that, there's a lot of those kind of things on there as well or hurts and frequency kind of music yep. I couldn't even have a look there's guided ones there's non-guided ones oh see that's another thing when I do the sound behind this I'm going to have to be mindful of my dong oh yeah they might blend in who knows oh who knows yeah. so on that note shall we take them out with another dong yes let's do okay. that so guys until next time we'll see you soon bye